Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a episode 556, 556, for April 29th, 2019. Almost halfway through the year. Feeling good. On the show this week, we got that Drew. Ride me. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was on purpose, but that was still funny. Yeah. (laughs) That little, that little. Well, my my joke's ruined now. Your joke is ruined. Way to go. Yeah, I'm thanks, sorry. Man. I was going to say, uh, ride me like one of your French motorcycles. Oh, Jesus. But uh, anyway. Are we going to get into that already? I mean, that is a really bad line. It's it's stupid. But it's very stupid. I'm not offended by it. It just sounds like a dumb line. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm not offended by it either. I'm just like, wow, that's that's dumb. And it reminds me Cringy, of something. almost. Yeah, it reminds me of something I would have heard in, you know, Sons of Anarchy or something. Yeah. So... But whatever, we also got the Wombat, too. We got doo doo doo. I have no idea how to fix it. It's hilarious. Little, oh, little flavor flav to the podcast. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Anyway, video games. Let's talk about those. There's a couple big ones out this week, and what's funny is the person that played the other big one the most is not here. Yep. I'm assuming nobody else spent the $60 on Days Gone. No. No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. I will not be spending $60 on Days Gone. Uh, I bought it. I'll have a story about that later, but uh, we'll start with Drew, what he's been playing. Sure. Mine's easy. Cool. Overwatch and Shinmo, the end. Cool. Those are the only two games that I play because those are the only times I have, like, I don't have any time to play video games. Alright. Yeah. I did review. What did I review? I reviewed World something. War Z. Yeah, played World War Z. Did I talk about that? Or I haven't been on a you show in like two on, weeks. Yeah, you weren't on last week. I think, I don't remember if we talked to you about it last week or not. I don't remember. Yeah. World War Z is kind of cool. Um, it's a cross between. Left for Dead and Killing Floor, uh, but not as much polish as either one of those games. The um, the No Private Lobbies really turned me off that game at the beginning. They are working on that. Yeah, when it comes back, I'll, I'll probably jump back in because I liked what I played. Yeah, but <clears throat> not being able to hop in a game with two or three people and just have a bot as your fourth person is kind of lame, considering you can play by yourself. Yeah, and there are bots. So, mm-hmm. so th- there's an issue, um, another underlying issue. Um, so let's say 
I matchmake and I got three guys with me, right? Mm. Well, when you're playing with players, you want to play on a higher difficulty because it's, it's really easy on the, the normal difficulty. <coughs> Excuse me. So we bump it up to a higher difficulty, uh, get about halfway through a stage and, uh, either for some odd reason, somebody dropped. They're, they then don't match make for to replace that person. They just put a bot in their place. Now you're on a higher difficulty with a bot that doesn't do that great. Yeah. And, yeah, they don't automatically rematch make somebody. That seems and, silly, but I understand why, because the person that would match make in would be halfway through the level. Yeah. So, I mean, I, so, I get it, but that's still a bad solution. Yeah, that's it's rough. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's actually a pretty fun game. Uh, I did jump into a couple of lobbies with some random people. Of course, I did not talk to them because I'm antisocial like that. But well, um, yeah, they're probably also dicks. So, well, the thing is, is I've ran into a few lobbies. So there is friendly fire in this game, and I have ran into some lobbies where people just just sit there and just try and shoot you. Why do you even play video games? Uh, yeah, like why is I, that? I That's not fun. People, people are trying to troll people. Now I get it. There's times where like a lot of stuff's going down. You actually shoot one of your teammates. That's fine. That happens. But when there's somebody like you're, you're like you're right outside of a safe room, and they're just unloading a machine gun on you. Yeah, that's you're you're a, you're a douchebag when yeah. you do that. I'll never understand. That game is selling extremely well, though. That that because the, that's the thing is like this game is is the perfect like little co-op game like people who have exhausted killing floor two should probably migrate to this game uh because it's 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 definitely it's worth it that game is really good like uh, it has some issues but they are working on it. it seems like the development team is actually really trying to keep up with this game and um but yeah no it's, it's actually a pretty fun game and the physics for the zombies is crazy like they they straight up like just like in the movie they they stack on top of each other and try to climb higher platforms to get to you, and they cascade like a waterfall whenever they're coming over like a cliff or something like that. It's crazy. It's kind of funny that was like Days Gone selling point, and then a game came out for thirty bucks and 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 did it. Well, yeah, it kind of did better. it a week before the other one. It was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, nice. No, That's actually. It's actually a pretty fun co-op shooter. I mean, I could if you and two, three other friends got together and said, "Hey, let's play this co-op game," you'd have a pretty good time for about six, seven hours. Yeah, um, that's what I'm looking for out of it, truthfully. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 up there with like it doesn't have the the character the characters of Left for Dead, and it doesn't have as many customization options as Killing Floor Two does. But it combines both of them together, so it's kind of like a jack of all trades, master of none. But it's still fun. Like if you got three buddies, you know, go for it. Yeah, well, I look forward to when they get the private lobbies in there because I want to play like two or three player. Because as we've seen with every other friggin' four player game, it's impossible to get four of us in the same game at the same time. Yeah, no, I haven't been able to co-op anything with anybody in a very long time. Well, you and I played the division one night. Yeah, that one time we played one the division. Time. One time we played. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, that's I mean, Overwatch played Overwatch. Are you buying Mortal Kombat or are you skipping it? I I 
why would I buy Mortal Kombat when I don't have time to play Mortal Kombat? Well, That's the thing. It's like it on your shelf. So I can have it on my shelf and look at it yep. and waste money. Yep. I mean that's that's at this point buying new games is is a waste of money to me. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I hate to say it I really I really do uh, I don't. It's it's so much easier to say I've got twenty to thirty minutes to play a video game, load up Overwatch and play two matches of it. I mean, really, because in, in, in the amount of time, like in 20 minutes, what can you get done in a video game in 20 minutes? Uh, Mortal Kombat, I can grind a lot, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. 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 For I've sure. Heard, I've heard the stories. Yeah, it's, um, I'm really hoping Pretty that grindy. patch, yeah, I'm really hoping that patch is good tomorrow. Really hoping for it. Mm. Alright, uh, well then we'll move on to the Wombat. Man, this is going to be a boring-ass show. Do you think? It's funny, because there's two big AAA releases. We'll talk about one of them, I guess. But Yeah, for sure. So, um, I am playing... Uh, well, let me just talk about some of the little stuff that I played this week, just to get that out of the way before we move into the big stuff. Um, I did play a lot more um, Elder Scrolls Blades this week, um, which I'm actually enjoying a lot more. Uh, than I originally was. It's, um, I mean, it, you got to go into it knowing what it is. It's a, you know, sort of dungeon crawler mobile game uh, in the Elder Scrolls universe. But um, within that, it's it's pretty fun. And they did um, decrease. Remember, I talked uh, the first time when I talked about playing it. They had the three hour timer on the silver chests. Oh God, yeah, that's, um, that's that were thirty six gems to open. Um, they reduce that, so the silver chests now only take an hour, and uh, only cost twelve gems. Um, the uh, the gold chests are either six or eight hours, which is still very very long. But I've only, in all my time with the game, gotten one gold chest so far, and it had really good stuff in it. So that wasn't as big a deal to me. Um, but as just a thing to play every now and then when I'm out and about, um, I enjoy it. So, um, I played, so, um, Lego DC Supervillains went on sale for 20 bucks on Amazon. It's a solid game. Uh, yep. So my, um, that was part of my son's Easter. So, um, we played that. That's a good game. It's fun. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of DLC it. for that game too. I haven't even looked into that yet. Yeah, there's a t- they've done a pack for every movie and TV show for the last like six months. Oh wow, it's crazy. So yeah, I mean it's um, it's a Lego game. That's about the best way for me to put it. Um, <laughs> Still they're all very similar. What uh, they're doing a new one, right? They're doing Star Wars again, aren't they? Not sure. I thought that's what I read that they're doing another Star Wars game. Maybe. I mean, it would make sense, but um, but yeah, the um. Uh, I played decent amount of that. I played some more um, Divinity, and uh, that game is is great, but it's going to be very now. very slow going. Good. So I forgot, I forgot you started that. Yeah, so it's um, <clears throat> you weren't here when I talked about it, were you? No, true? I was not. Yeah, so I'm I'm really digging it. I like um, it's sort of in my sweet spot uh, on the Western RPG side. Um, 
I said, you know, it, it does, of course, remind me of um, the Baldur's Gate games, but to me, it sort of it hits the um, Ultima. Uh, it scratches the Ultima itch for me a little bit too. Uh, particularly, it reminds me of Ultima Seven. Um, so it's um, it's right in my sweet spot now. Um, it's just super long, so it's going to be very hard for me to put the amount of time in that's going to be required. But I am enjoying what I'm playing of it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. And man, getting to the, to Original Sin Two, man. I know that's. Gosh. I heard Original Sin Two is even better. So I'm Original Sin Two is like it. one of the best games I've played in a long time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully getting through this one and getting there. Thankfully, there's not a ton of games this year that I'm super hyped about, like last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping it'll give me more time to play through it. So cool. Um, so then, Mortal Kombat is the last thing that I played, That's and a video game. I have, I'm sure, a similar, although much, much, much shorter uh, experience with it than um, Ken has. Um, the the game itself is tremendous. Yeah. Uh, like the the gameplay is really good. Um, I love the way they've done the crypt this time around. As it's almost sort of like a quasi third person action Metroidvania kind of thing, um, which is is really good. Um, the character and world building is excellent. I haven't honestly even started the story yet. Oh, it's so because uh, I've been doing stuff around it. Um. But uh, even the stuff around it, the one thing Mortal Kombat as a property does better than any other fighting game is build lore around the world and the characters and all that stuff. And um, it's very consistent, uh, which is which is awesome. I'm very curious, um, and I wonder if... The, I'm assuming the game knows this, which is just something else that I'll talk about later, is just their attention to detail in this thing. There are lines that the characters say to each other that reference events in the story mode. Oh, and I interesting. Won- and I wonder if you're not seeing those yet because you haven't finished it. It could be. Could be, because I... Um, the lines I've seen so far, none of them so far have been like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. So um i'm guessing it probably knows and doesn't share those if i haven't done th- uh, the storyline so that's, that's i'm going to do that um i'm going to i'm going to do start that today so um it's hopefully beefy. put a little bit of time through it i'm super excited about it because that's my main draw to these games um but honestly the thing that's kept me out of it so far is the um the fact that the tutorials are so good yeah they are uh, it might be the best tutorial system in any fighting game i've ever played I love um, the way it explains what stuff means, and not just what it means, but when it would yeah. be apt to use it. Yep. So for and it, even the like things, like for example, I just booted up the um, the noob uh, tutorial, and the very first thing you see it throws up a splash screen and says, um, "Noob Cybot uses a mix of long range and defensive attacks that make him an effective zoner, especially when he equips various projectile abilities." Uh, and like you just don't see or hear that kind of stuff a lot of times in fighting game tutorials. So it brings a little bit of the um, fighting game community uh, language and explanation down a level to where uh, folks at my skill level can <laughs> can understand it. Um, 
which is which is awesome. So uh, I really like the tutorial system a lot. I've played through the like the Towers of Time tutorial. Um, I have not done any of the other towers yet because I'm waiting to do those until um, this patch comes out. This economy patch comes out because that's the last piece. Is it is? Uh, I'm obviously not anywhere close to as far into it as Ken is, um, but even just the limited amount I've played. The, the crypt is intimidating. Um, there are so many chests. I think, Ken, did you say there's 600? There are over 600 chests in the crypt, yeah. Yeah, and, um, they're not cheap. So, um, I've, I've already found three or four of these Shao Kahn chests that require 250 hearts to open. And you get hearts by doing fatalities. Um, you also get them through completing tutorials and stuff like that as well. But you you can earn them every time you do a fatality. And you get, what, like one or two every fatality you, you do? Get, you get one per fatality, two per brutality. Right. And each of these chests takes 250 to open. Yeah. Um, That's insane. Yeah, it's, it's now, a grind. It's a big grind. Thankfully, the early tutorials give you a bunch of currency. Um, and the tutorial towers of time do too, but it's not enough. Like, um, I've only been able to open one of those so far, and now I have like four hearts left. Yeah, I've um, opened four total now, and I've been playing it for thirty plus hours. That's crazy. And there are twenty-five. There are twenty-five two hundred and fifty heart chests, and that's not all of them because there's also hundred heart chests that don't have. Because every heart chest that is two fifty is character specific. So you get like four, all, you get four gear, three gear pieces, one fatality, and one skin, I believe, in all of the 250 heart chests. Yep. Unfortunately, um, I, I got uh, stuff for a character that I don't use and don't particularly like in the one that I opened. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to kind of be that way. Well, the um, heart chests are set. So the, the thing about the crypt is, and they did this because... Everybody spoils Mortal Kombat secrets. Everybody's crypt is entirely randomized. Right. So you can't say this chest will give you this augment. But the heart chests are all set. So those are all the same for everybody. Okay. So once somebody maps those out, you'll be able to go to the one that you want. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. So... But yeah, it's I I love the way they did it. And I, I told Ken the other day via text message that... um. I can't, I, I have to believe, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe they just did it because they thought it would be cool. I have to believe they're at least testing the waters on another third-person action game in this series. Because I just can't imagine why they would redesign the crypt the way they did into a third-person viewpoint Metroidvania kind of thing. If they weren't at least thinking about testing the waters in that direction. Well, there's also um, another little hint. Uh, have you played on the tournament stage? Have I played on the what? The stage is called tournament. No. So that stage is probably my favorite stage. It's such a like love letter fan service kind of thing, and there are arcade machines in the background, and one of them is Shaolin monks. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So I I I I gotta feel like that's coming, but we'll see. Um, I just, I love anything in this universe, so I'm really, um, I'm really looking forward to 
then I, th- I think they will do it eventually, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Because the Conquest mode in Deception is still one of my favorite things in the entire series, and I just wish they would do that again. Uh, this crypt, I think, is uh, probably closer to that than anything they've done since. Yeah, and you haven't so. even seen so much of it. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm super early in this thing. Yeah. Super early. So um, I do love the fact that... Um, you get some Sham- Shang Tsung narration in the crypt, and it, it makes the fact that they cast his actor from the movie even more important because to get his voice work um, is is really cool. And we get and, to play as him soon too. Yep, and I, I like the fact that when you so like when you walk into the um, Hall of Heroes or whatever it's called, where the statues are in the background, and he says something about this is where. Liu Kang defeated me in the uh, Mortal Kombat tournament or whatever. He's like, if he thinks I've forgotten, he's wrong. And just like the that actor does such a great job with the menace in his voice. Um, it's really it's really awesome. So I, um, uh, you know, Street, Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter couldn't be more different in my opinion. Uh, Street Fighter is more about the actual like. To me, the characters in Street Fighters, Street Fighter are really just like special move vessels. You know what I mean? Like they're, they exist only for the actual in arena combat. Yeah, they've never, they've never grounded themselves as like interesting characters most of the time. Right. And, uh, Mortal Kombat's the complete opposite. Like to me, the actual in arena, in arena fighting is almost secondary to what they've built here from a lore standpoint and just from an overall aesthetic um it feels like um it it really does feel like a if you took a classic kung fu movie and mixed it with a horror movie um that's kind of the aesthetic they've been going for since um you know forever so um I really dig the way they've sort of fleshed that out in this one. And in a lot of ways, it feels like they've done that better in this one than any of the other ones in the past. So that's why I really hope they fix the economy side of it, because the underlying game here might be the best one they've done. Yeah. Uh, but, man, it's just, um, they got to fix that grind. And yeah. the game is beautiful, by the way. I'm playing it on a pro, yeah. and it's uh, it looks gorgeous. And I, I have heard that the production value and the story mode is even better so i'm looking forward to getting into that yeah the uh the visuals on it are are just insanity and i watched some videos of that switch version and i'm like man i would not even want that thing (laughs) it's rough it's rough yeah and it's it basically is made useless by the fact that in order to do most of the content you have to be connected to the internet yeah so um it makes the portability of it almost worthless. Yeah, the only thing you would do is is just practice, basically. Yeah. And yeah. you wouldn't get any rewards for any of that, which is the whole reason that I would want to take it with me somewhere is to grind it. Exactly. Um, but That's so dumb. It, it, no, it's, it's extremely dumb, and it's dumb for them to do this to the game because uh, when the servers went down on launch night, I logged in and all of my stuff was gone. Because the server wasn't live, and everything in the game is server-side. And I get it, that's, you know, like, people will jump on me immediately, well, when you log into Overwatch, you can't even get it. But yeah, but Overwatch is an online-only game. We're talking about the crypt shit. That's my single-player stuff. Right. That stuff's all gone. Yeah. So, and and just to go back to how good the actor that's playing Shang Tsung is, 
does it does it really not like put a huge like comparison on the fact that Ronda Rousey's performance is absolutely fucking trash? So I haven't I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I saw all, a clip. All I have heard is man. that her performance takes some moments in the story that should be really powerful and completely destroys them. She has um, ruined one of my favorite characters in that series. Yeah, so I, I don't know. The, and the thing about it, the thing that's so frustrating is the Sonya actor in X was so good, um, and for them to take that big of a step backwards is just ridiculous, especially for something that literally no one cared about. No, um, I am plugged in. This is the thing. I am plugged in to the Mortal Kombat community, to the wrestling community, and to the UFC community, and literally no one cares that she is Sonya. Uh, in this game. No. no one. The Mortal Kombat people all hate it because she's terrible. Yeah, she is. The UFC and WWE people either were buying the game anyway or don't care. Um, so I, I don't know who it was for um, to put her in there. Um, but yeah, um, it's it sucks. It, that's all I can say about it. Yeah, Especially, it would be different, I think, if they had assigned her to some throwaway character that nobody cares about, right? But the last two games have made the the Cage Blade uh, characters the center of the universe. Now, I don't know how the story is in Eleven, but in the last two games, they, those two have been among the most important characters in the entire series. Um, and so... For her to be a terrible voice acting performance is just unacceptable to me. Yeah, but we'll see. I haven't heard it yet, but I just know that bad voice acting can ruin an experience pretty quickly. I mean, that's what it's the entire reason why I played as Cassandra in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Now I'm glad I did, but I had started out as Alexios, and he was so terrible I quit. If he had been the only option, I probably wouldn't have played through that game as much as I had. Yeah, that voice acting makes a difference. She's pretty bad in this one. Yeah, so it's disappointing because everybody else is fantastic. Yeah, and and they did that. The, I mean, the the Mortal Kombat X voice acting was phenomenal too. Um, yeah. I'm just waiting for them to. Um, again, this is the, the everything they've done over the last three games is why it just seems like a no-brainer to me that they would be working on some sort of either third-person action adventure or RPG light game in this universe because they've invested so much money and time and energy and storytelling and character development and voice acting and all that over Mortal Kombat and uh, the Injustice series. NetherRealm has become excellent at storytelling I gotta believe they're gonna pay that off somewhere other than the fighting game at some point. Um, you would think, but we'll see. Yeah. It would be like if it would be like if Bioware decided that they were only gonna make games as a service games anymore. Oh wait a minute! Sorry. Oh snap! <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's that's about my experience with Mortal Kombat so far, um, and I'll I'll obviously be playing a lot more of it, so I'll keep everybody in the loop, but. Um, it's one of my favorite series, and uh, this game is one of the better ones that I've played so far, at least in terms of gameplay. So, 
Yeah, no, there's there's a lot to that game that you haven't even seen yet, and and yes, the grind is it's it's very 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 bad right now, and not even just that, but the stuff that gives you the most currency, the towers of time, the difficulty and cheapness of those things is absolutely atrocious. Um, there are fights in that in those towers that professional Mortal Kombat players cannot beat. And yeah, that's bad. And I thought, you know, and it it really rings true when you think about it that most of the people who are going to be grinding those things are not professional Mortal Kombat players. So you're stripping the fun and the want to do those kind of things away from the more casual audience by making them just ridiculously cheap and difficult. So hopefully they fix that with this patch. And they are giving, you know, a, a really big handful of currency, which is good because what they're giving is enough to open quite a bit of stuff, which is nice. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, and, and hopefully they fix a lot of these towers. One of the things that I think is really cool about this game is that they have gone on record to say this will be the longest game that they support. Um, yeah, I think that's probably because they don't intend on making another one until the next... Um, uh, console cycle. Oh, absolutely, and even then it wouldn't be a Mortal Kombat because the way that their cadence works is they do two right. years this, two years that, but I wonder if they're going to do an Injustice 3. I, I, it, it, the thing is, is with NetherRealm, it's, like, it's hard for them not to do the same thing over and over again because each one they do just sells better and better and better, and they get better yeah. and better and better, so yeah, it's it's got to be hard for them because Boone has been on record several times saying he wanted to do something besides a fighting game, so... Right. I I think they I I almost think they have to I almost think their next game has to be something other than a fighting game just like I said because I, I feel like otherwise none of what they've been building up over the last several games makes any sense whatsoever. But can you imagine like a story driven third person RPG light in either the Injustice universe or the Mortal Kombat universe? Oh, I would it love would... it, but I tell you what, everybody wants them to do, and that's a Marvel fighting game. Could you imagine that? Oh uh, yeah, that would be excellent. Yeah, it would be excellent. So, but no, Mortal Kombat is really, really good, and it's it's unfortunately hampered by the narrative that came out, which is another thing I kind of want to talk about because one of the things that I really hate about gaming as a whole right now is the the quickness to jump on the negativity, and truthfully, it was just a flat out fucking lie. So, one of the things I want to make clear about the grind in this game is it has nothing to do with money. So, most of these, you know, your angry Joes and your your Jim Sterlings are out there making these videos that Mortal Kombat is riddled with microtransactions. That is just a straight-up fucking lie. Because the currency that you grind for to open the chests in the crypt, you can't buy it. Like, you can't spend money to get that currency. So that's not a microtransaction. And in fact, the only thing you can spend money on are time crystals, which allow you to buy um, a couple of skins in the store every day. It's not even. It's not. Yeah, even it's the it's the fort it's the Fortnite model skins are on the um, store side, where there's only a couple available every day, and you gotta. Oh, you better buy it now because you don't know when it's going to be on the store again. Yeah, and also that, when that when the push. when you're looking at the store, it tells you that you can earn those and where you can earn them. 
So, like, if there's a skin on there, right. you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. It'll say right underneath the skin. Well, you can get this in the crypt if you, if you, you know, want to unlock it there instead of paying for it. So, that's another thing that just really kind of irritated me. Because everybody was like, Mortal Kombat's broken by microtransactions. I'm like, no, it's broken by the fact that it's, it's microtransactioning your fucking time. <laughs> Not your money. So. But, no, there's... There is so much in that game that I absolutely love, and I spent a ton of time playing it, and there are so many little references and nuances. Um, if MK9 felt like the uh, the kind of callback to the first game, this one feels like the callback to the second game, which I guess kind of spills over into what else I played. I have an MK2 machine in my office now. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> You go right ahead. That thing is beautiful, Drew. I'm sure it is. It's beautiful. I also, oh, well, no. Hey, you sure money? Use it when you I need didn't, it. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't buy it, so I have to. I have to send a big shout out. So I'm helping a friend move, right? And we were out and about yesterday, and I didn't even know these things came out, right? Like Arcade One Up said they were coming, and we thought that was like September was when the release date was. So I was, I forget what I was doing, I was bouncing around on Twitter, and I saw that Walmart had them in stock. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, they just shadow dropped this thing? So I texted my friend, I'm like, oh, check this out, you know? Like, these are out. So we were out Saturday afternoon, uh, he was buying some stuff for his move, and he just bought it, and we came back, and we put it together. And he's like, this is your birthday present. I was like, this is my birthday present for like the next 20 years. I was like, you have no idea. Like, I, I, anybody who knows me knows that ever since I was like in the arcade as like as a kid, I wanted an MK2 machine in my house. I always had. I'd actually researched it, and it was just too hard to find one that wasn't broken or because they're not really that expensive in when you think about it. But they're very expensive to to maintain um, because the pieces are so old and things like that. Um. So this is the next best thing. And and that thing is incredible. We put it together. It took about 45 minutes to an hour to put it together. Mm. Uh, and it's like the quality of it is just incredible. Like every detail. Do you have to, you have to individually wire the buttons for the joysticks? Or nope. is it just one big piece? It's one big ribbon cable. So gotcha. the yeah, the innards are very simplified. It's just the, the arcade stick with a ribbon cable. And then the monitor has a, um, a plug on the back of it that you plug the... the uh, arcade sticks into, and then, but the cabinet itself is very detailed, like down to the little notes on the front of the screen that tell you like how to play the game, um, down to the actual like button layout, um, the marquees on the side, the marquees on the top. Um, they really did an amazing job uh, putting these things together, and I'm I'm very impressed. And I will say that I played it. Probably for about three hours Saturday night. <laughs> just so now, what all does it have on? Uh, MK one, two, and Ultimate three. Okay, so it's not just one. Yeah, it's not just one game. It's three games. Gotcha. Um, and like it, it is the straight arcade games, so it's not like you can change the difficulty or do anything like that. Um, you just pop up, you get free play, and you just play. Uh, it does have two joysticks, so you can play two-player, which is super fun. Um, 
my son realized that it's exactly his height because it's only four feet tall. So he can literally stand there, and it's like he's standing at a normal size arcade game, which is kind of funny. But I'm like, well, you can't play this, but you know, <laughs> you, you can't be ripping people's heads off. But, um, dude, come on, we were his age when we played those games. I'm aware, Drew. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> and I haven't murdered a single person. No, I'm not worried about him murdering people, but I, I just don't want him. To, I don't know. There's this. I'm trying to be that that better parent, Drew. Uh, dude, I was 11 when the first Mortal Kombat came out. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, I was like six or seven. Yeah, as I say, you were very young. I was 11, I think, when the first one came out. Cause I was well, when did the first one come out? Was 90, it 92? 91, I think. 91, okay, so I was 10. Yeah. I was six. Yeah. I remember the kids talking about it in the arcade, and they're like, you got to um, see this Mortal Kombat game. I mean, I, I I straight up played it. I played it in arcades, and I played it at home. I know. On the Super NES. Well, I'll tell you one thing is that he does not need to see his Mortal Kombat 11. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, so my I, God. I have, to, I have to bring up a, um, a wonderful memory. So when I was a kid, I rented Mortal Kombat 1, the original. Um... And uh, played it on the Super NES. And I remember my dad was watching me play it. And, you know, the battle before you fight Shang Tsung, Shang Tsung's watching you fight, right? Yeah. And uh, he's like this old man. It's like this old, like, you know, dude with a beard kind of thing. And I remember my dad specifically saying... You have to fight him next. He said, you better watch out. He's going to be a badass. <laughs> I was like, why do you say that? He said, because he looks like an old man who knows how to fight. <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, he kicked the living crap out of him. <laughs> yeah, I'm super stoked to get Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat 11. Um, that's another thing. Like, man, I just... There's so much in that game that I haven't seen yet. But also, they're, they're throwbacks. I don't know if you've seen any of these. And if not, I'm not going to spoil them. But a, a lot of the brutalities in that game are classic Mortal Kombat fatalities from past games. Yeah, the only ones I've seen are the ones that are in the actual input list. Okay, yeah, they're, they're, I, from what I understand, there's ten per character. And Jeez. if you think about that, that's kind of insane. But I found uh, one of Cabal's, and I've seen one of Liu Kang's, and they are so fatalities straight out of Mortal Kombat 3. And I'm just like, oh my god, that's awesome. That's so fucking cool. But there's so much shit in this. Oh, and to answer your question you asked me the other day, Ryan, there are stage brutalities, not fatalities yet. Oh, okay. So, All right, cool. But, you know, MKX didn't launch with stage fatalities either, if you remember. Yep. They added them later, so. Yep. Um, But no, I spent most of my time playing Mortal Kombat 11. I did also uh, toy around with the Astro C40. Uh, controller for the PlayStation 4, uh, which is essentially the Elite controller for the PlayStation, not made by Sony. Hmm. Um, that thing is incredibly good. Uh, I love the fact that you can take the front faceplate off and switch the analog sticks to the offsetting template, which is what I prefer. Uh, you can also switch faceplates, you can change analog sticks, you can change the D-pad... 
you uh, have triggers on the bottom of the controller that can be mapped on the fly, which is one of the most amazing things. So you literally just tap a button on the back of the controller, pick the button you want to map, and then tap the trigger, and now it's mapped. You don't have to do it through software, uh, which is really cool. And it's got a nice weight to it. It's got a good grip. Uh, the D-pad feels good. The analog sticks feel good. Um, that's just a quality controller, which it damn well should be because it's $200. <laughs> so, if you've been looking for that elite controller option for the PlayStation, this this is by far your best bet. Um, I've played just about everything with it, and I think it's really good. Um... I'm trying to think if there's anything else I played. I uh, so I want to. I'll tell you about my Days Gone experience, and this does not bode well. So I picked up the game last night, and it's a big game. So it started downloading, um, and then it was ready to play. So I booted it up. You got physical or digital? I only digital. I only do digital now. Okay. Um, so I booted it up. And the load into the game itself takes forever. We're talking minutes to load into the game the first time. Okay. Open world game, okay, I'll, I'll forgive it. So once it's done loading, it plays the opening cutscene. So I watch it. Cutscene finishes, starts loading, goes to a black screen, sits there for five minutes. I'm like, okay, so something happened. This locked up or something. So I close it. Boot it back up. Sit through that huge-ass load in the beginning again. Cutscene comes up. I'm like, well, I've seen this. I'm going to skip it. So I hold the button to skip it. Loads. 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 Takes forever to load. Plays the second half of the cutscene, because apparently I only loaded the first half. <laughs> skip that. Another two or three minute load. Took me 25 minutes before I was controlling the character in the game. And by that point, I, I booted it up late. I was already tired. I did one little thing and saved and quit. But a half hour I played maybe five minutes. That's insane to me. I mean, once I played it, I was like, this is kind of neat. This looks good. Um, We'll see how this goes. But I I, I literally have no basis. Like, I've not played it long enough to even give an opinion about it, and I had it running for 30 minutes. This is crazy. But anyway, um, I think that's about it. Yeah, in stores I, now. <laughs> yeah, in stores now. You can buy it. It's fifty dollars some places already. <laughs> I probably should have waited to buy it, but I I have a problem. I can't help myself. At this point, I can. So yeah, I know you can. I know. Uh, I was hoping to kind of talk about it on the show since Anthony wasn't going to be here. That's another reason I was like, well, I'll go ahead and download it and check it out. But I didn't really get to play it, so I guess I'll find out later. People seem to be enjoying it once you get into the game. Uh, Most of the people I've seen on Twitter seem to like it. I know Anthony likes it. Um, He's been telling me about it. He said he's been enjoying his time with it, so... I, you know, I'm sure it's just a good game, and unfortunately when you're a f- Sony first-party game, you're kind of expected to be, uh, I don't know, game of the year material. So, let me ask you this. In the opening cutscene, did they explain, like, how long has it been since the zombies took over? Or well, whatever? That, that's, well, I don't, that's kind of the name of the game, Days Gone. So, the opening cutscene takes place, like, years before the game does. 
And then once it flashed forward to the game, it says, you know, 737 days gone. And every every day in the game that you play is another day past when the zombie outbreak happened. It's kind of like Until Dawn. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Nine hours until dawn. Exactly. Yeah. And I and I get that's clever. That's a neat thing. Um also this game literally feels like the epitome of if Walking Dead and Sons of Anarchy had a crossover episode. That's pretty much what this game is. Yeah. So that I think it's one of the things it's like the, the biker gang dude does not appeal to me at all. <laughs> like I'm just like I don't like anybody they have shown in every cutscene. I they're just you know I don't not know. For me. I will play it and see if I enjoy it. And if I enjoy it, cool. If I don't, I don't. Uh, it is a very pretty game. I will give it that. Uh, it looks really good. So, But you know, I'll, I'll dig into it, you know. Um, I don't think I've played anything else. I've been booting up a lot of older stuff. I did play that Power Rangers fighting game, Drew. Oh, yeah? It's not bad. It's It's really not bad. It feels like a budget Marvel versus Capcom game. <laughs> okay. Is uh, it like tag team? Uh, yeah, it's a three-person tag, which is funny because there's only like seven characters in the game. That's <laughs> about to say. So they are adding free DLC characters. They do have a season pass. Um, I just wonder how long that thing will hold considering Mortal Kombat's out. And But I mean, I played it and it's fun. Um, it's a hell of a lot better than you think it should be. I'll say that. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think that's about it. Most of the stuff I've played, I haven't played enough to even matter. I spent ninety percent of my time playing Mortal Kombat. Um, I did play a little bit of Overwatch, but not much. Got my boxes. I have not I been. The, uh, I was. I was. I'm proud of myself. So ever since I got the uh, Wrecking Ball. Uh, Play the game intro. Oh Jesus! I have played nothing but Wrecking Ball, trying to get that play of the game. I finally got the play of the game with a Wrecking Ball, which is almost impossible sometimes. Yeah, it is. He's not. He doesn't have a lot of good stuff to get plays of the game with. And sure enough, I got it. They did the little intro, and everybody in the chat was like, "Yay!" <laughs> and I was like, "That's all I want to do. I will stop playing Hammond now." My wife had no idea that was an internet meme. She okay. thought that was an original Hammond thing. I was like, nah, no, nah, that's from the internet like 10 years ago or something. No, it's longer than that, buddy. I was like, that's, uh, that's Probably 2005, 2006. What is it? He does the dramatic, like, Groundhog stare. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's, uh... It even has, like, the dramatic music. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's... Props to Blizzard. It's clever. It's funny. I, I get it, but, like, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Jay and I laughed at that for a good solid minute. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's, yeah. Um, going back to Mortal Kombat, I just have to mention one line. So Sub Zero was fighting Katana, and they were talking to each other, and Sub Zero was like, "How do you intend to beat me?" And Katana just replied with, "I will use the element which brings life." Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I chuckled at that. Oh, there's so many references in that stupid game. So many references. Um, but that's about it. Uh, we're finally going into kind of a little bit of a quiet time. <laughs> Mortal Kombat was like the last big game of the second quarter, most likely. That and Days Gone. 
But this week, speaking of what is coming out, we've got Bird Game. Bird Game. Bird. Birdman. Birdie. Birdie, birdie. Birdie, birdie. Uh, Black Paradox. Bomb Chicken. <clears throat> box, the bomb chicken. The bomb chicken. Uh, box VR. Fade to silence. Fell seal arbiter's mark. Mm? Giga wrecker alt. Which I've been playing, but I'm under embargo and can't talk about. Um, it's made by the Pokemon people. Game Freak. Yep. And it's on huh. everything. Didn't Game Freak make the uh, the badass elephant? Yes, Tembo the badass elephant. Yep. This is another game by them. Okay. Uh, and it's out on everything, which is weird. You know, a Game Freak game on Xbox and PlayStation is a weird thing to me. Game Freak is owned by Nintendo, correct? No. They're not? They're just in a partnership for Pokemon. Huh, okay. Uh, just Cause 4's first DLC, Daredevils of Destruction. The End is Nigh. Tower of Dragon Asia. Crash Bots. And Valhalla Cyberpunk Bartender Action, I guess, is finally coming to console. Uh, <laughs> big, uh, big proprietor of that game, right? Yeah, yeah, he loves Valhalla. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy XII The Zodiac Age is making its way to Xbox and Switch this week. Hey, I played through that game already. Uh, Purple Chicken Spaceman. And a lot of chickens and birds. This, this, is, this is a very chickeny, birdie week. Yes, birdie. I'm just a birdie, birdie too. <laughs> if nobody has seen that movie, go watch that movie. <laughs> they don't even know what we're talking about. Kung Pao, The Legend of the Fist. Um, yep. And SNK 40th Anniversary Collection is coming to Xbox One this week, which is incredible. If you've not bought that thing, pick it up. Uh, for Xbox users, they get an extra exclusive game in Baseball Stars, which is fucking awesome. Was uh, Baseball Stars one where, you're, like, if you you'd break like the bat over your knee if you yes, struck out? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball Stars a is a great game. So that being an exclusive for Xbox makes it worth a little wait that it took for it to make it to that machine. And I will probably be buying it again because I have it on that's, Switch. That's, that's a really good baseball game, actually. <laughs> yeah, I have the SNK collection on Switch, and it's incredible. It's the one that has the um, that you can watch the playthrough of the game and pick up anywhere in the game. Like that collection is the best collection I've ever seen. It's so good. Right. Um, bu- 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 Switch this week, lots of stuff. We've got Goat Punks, Jim uh, Hero, Idol Fitness Tycoon. Ultra Wings Flat, Starlink, Battle for Atlas, Star Fox. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Uh, I know there's a new expansion coming to Starlink soon called Crimson Moon, but that's coming to everything. Uh, Crash Bots, Puzzle Herder, Tabletop Racing, Racing World Tour Nitro Edition, uh, Duck Game is finally making its way to the Switch. Hexagravity, Strike Suit Zero, Director's Cut, uh, The Swords of Ditto, Momo, Momo, Mormo, Momo's Curse, something. That's a that's a neat game. Uh, Venture Kid, Gyro Boss DX, Helmut, the Badass from Hell, 
Shadows of Adam and Extreme Club Racing. Nice. So it's it's quiet. Along you're racing, you're, are you racing clubs? Or are you in a club? You're probably in a racing club. There's a lot of carrying racing. a club. Uh, you know. I don't know if it's because we talk about this on the show, but I've been getting a lot of emails from PR lately about fucking titty games on Steam. It's really kind of bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> like, they'll send me an email, and they're like, ooh, you want to check out the latest lewd VR game for Steam? I'm like, no, I do not. <laughs> I got one this week for uh, a, a furry game. It's called Furry Girls. Okay. Yeah, they sent me a PR for that, and I'm like, I, I don't, I don't want, no... But I mean, you're saved because Tofu Pudding Simulator is out this week. Finally. Yeah. I know everybody's been waiting on that. Got your pre-order in. Sure. Uh, there's a game coming out this week called Pecker in the Gulag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, how about Chili? I wonder what that game's about. Uh, I don't know. How about Chili the Chipmunk Pinball Adventure? Oh my god. I have to read... This This name is not funny, but this is legitimately the name of the game. <clears throat> VR Healthcare Running Exercise VR Walking and Running Along Beautiful Sea Beach in Sakura Forests. Wow. That's wonder what that game's about. <laughs> I I have no idea. <laughs> And then we've got Nympho Trainer VR. Uh, <laughs> okay. There's so many good games coming out, Drew. Get your get your Steam on. Yeah. So Persona 5S. You want to know what that was? Sure. Persona's coming to the Switch, Drew. It's about time. But not everybody's Persona 5. Been, everybody's been... Oh, oh. <laughs> What? what? Persona 5 S is called Persona 5 Scramble. It's a Musou game. It's coming to PS4 and Switch. Oh. You were talking about a slap in the face. I bet that hurt. <laughs> I, I retweeted that uh, that somebody saying, hey, I've been clamoring for it for over a year now, and it's just Jonathan Frake saying you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Persona 5 S is a, a Musou game made by, guess who? Omega Force. Exactly. Exactly. Every time. I mean, does anybody else even try? Uh, Yeah, there was a couple of companies that did. Do you remember? I don't think I don't think Omega Force made the Bleach Musou game. There was a Bleach Musou game. I reviewed it. Jesus Christ! I mean, Sinran Kagura is a Musou game, technically. Yes, it is. It's not Omega Force. No. Omega Boost. Omega Boost. Persona 5 Royale is launching uh, worldwide uh, in 2020 and 2019 in Japan for PS4 only. Yeah. Another slap in the face. There's got to be a deal between Sony and Atlas that the Persona, that like the mainline numbered games, only come to their systems. Because if you remember, the fighting game came to everything last gen too. It's true. Yeah. But Persona 4 never left a Sony console. In no. fact, it never left a Vita, right? A... Sorry, Golden was on Vita, but 4 was on PS2. 
correct. Okay, that's right. But it never yeah. left a Sony console. It was always on PlayStation. Yeah. PS3 never got a Persona game. No, it got Persona 5. That's right, yes. 5 was on 3 and, and 4. Yeah. forgot about yeah. that. Uh, like I said, World War Z sold about a million copies in its first week. That's really good. Um... Man, I know there was a lot of news. PlayStation 5, uh, did we talk about that last week? I think we did. Don't know. Uh, Mark Cerny did an interview with Wired Magazine uh, talking about the PlayStation 5, basically saying it's it's a beast of a machine. Uh, it does have an MVME, is it NVMe SSD drive in it? Which is, if you don't know anything about technology, let's just say that's real fucking fast. Um... I think the example they gave is that Spider-Man on the PS4 uh, loads in about 35-40 seconds, and on the NVMe it loads in less than 10. Uh, which also they confirmed that PS4 is backwards compatible with PlayStation 5. By the way, they still haven't called it PlayStation 5. He would not give it a name in the interview. It will be called PlayStation 5. But yeah, let's be frank, it's going to be called PlayStation 5. So they're out there, you know, talking about. They said they also. No, they'll just call it PS One, reboot it. Yep. Yep. Uh, they have confirmed that it will not be out until 2020. So don't get your hopes up for a fall launch. Okay. You shouldn't have anyway. Uh, Red Faction Guerrilla has been confirmed for the Switch. The remastered edition uh, will be out in July. Uh, Madden 20's uh, cover athlete has been announced. It's Patrick Mahomes. They're also was there any doubt that that's who it was going to be? No, he's the freaking MVP. He knew he was going to be there. Um, they have announced some new, a lot of new modes, though. There's a lot of changes this year. The The biggest is the career mode called uh, Face of the Franchise, where you take a character through college. You actually get to play the national championship game in Madden as your character. And depending upon your performance, you'll get, you know, drafted to whichever team, um, and then you'll be the face of that team. It sounds kind of cool. I'm interested to check it out. Um, there's still a lot of things they need to fix and connect a campaign for me to get super excited, because that's where I spend most of my time. But it's cool that they're adding a new mode, because the story mode, it was neat, but it wasn't really doing it for me. So, uh, Fortnite's update this week. I included the Avengers Endgame stuff. Yeah, I should mention that I played some of that too. Actually, my son played uh, some Fortnite this week, and he's really, he really, really likes the Avengers stuff. He thinks it's super cool. Is there so any spoiler I'm stuff? Not qualified to, huh? Is there any spoiler stuff for Endgame in there? Do you know of? I, I don't. I don't know because um, I've never seen any of those movies. Um, okay, but. Um, I didn't see anything spoil- spoilery other than the existence of Thanos. I know that the uh, internet has been flooded with people spoiling. Apparently an NFL player tweeted a bunch of spoilers for that game, or for Ugh. that movie. Why uh, would you do that? I don't know. I saw a headline. I don't care. So, like, I'm not one of those guys hiding from the spoilers, because I, I enjoy those movies, but I'm not emotionally invested in them. Um... But I saw, I think it was Variety, one of their headlines spoiled part of the movie. And I'm just like, you know, people go out of their way to avoid this stuff, but when you put it in a headline of a major news site, that's just poor right. taste, man. It's going to make it tough. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. taste. 
Uh, Nintendo Switch has officially outsold the N64. Uh, the hybrid console has sold 34.74 million units to date, overtaking the N64's lifetime sales. Nice. Um, bah, 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 bah. Epic made a very bold statement this week. They said they'd stop getting exclusive games if uh, Valve would change their uh, developer share. <laughs> Man. And Steam came out and said, okay, we'll do it. And then they said, not really. <laughs> Psych! Yeah. No, Steam. <laughs> Gabe sat there and laughed while eating a cheeseburger. No, he was he was shav- he was trimming his beard with one of his knives. That's right, one of his 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 <laughs> I guess sacrificial knives. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sony has announced that Days Gone is getting free DLC this June, including a harder mode uh, with no fast travel. Fuck that. That sounds like something I don't want to play. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't want. That doesn't sound like a. DLC, that sounds like a bug. I don't know. That's not a feature. That's not a hard mode. That is... That's just annoying. <laughs> yeah, that that's a, I ain't got time for that shit mode. Uh, Super Mario Maker 2 got a release date June 28th. You'll be able to make your levels on the go, son. Uh, Overwatch introduced a new mode this week called Workshop. It allows you to create custom game modes, rules, and even characters. Do you see any of this? Apparently, somebody was telling me that there's a somebody created a roadhog that could use his grappling hook to move around the level. <laughs> that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, this thing's kind of neat. Apparently, I, I haven't played it yet because it's not out on the consoles, but um, it sounds like it could be neat. Uh, one yeah, of the that's... one of the observations I made last night, um, my wife asked me to try to help her bring her rank up in competitive, and we were playing and. I mean, we just lost constantly because it, you, it feels like you get teamed with people who don't play the game properly. Um, and so we hopped over to Mystery Heroes after that to play a little bit. And I, we noticed that people in Mystery Heroes actually play the game right. Yeah. And the people in competitive do not. I, I, like, it's the, <laughs> it's the insaneness of the console Overwatch, man. I'm telling you. Like, PC players, like, I don't go to comp unless I'm doing my my placement matches now because comp is serious business over there. People will get so mad at you if you don't play properly. Yeah, it ain't um, like that on console. I, I watched two teams last night stand and stare at the point at 99%. Didn't step on it. Didn't put the game in overtime. Didn't give us a chance. They, they C9'd it, did they? Yeah. And I'm just no. like, you gotta be kidding me. I just, uh, I don't know, man. That, like... I haven't tried to play. I've got Overwatch on Xbox, but I don't play it there because it sounds like a nightmare. It sounds like a nightmare everywhere, to be honest with you. I just, I don't know. They, they you, really... get that, you get that crap on quick play stuff, and people are just like, ah, whatever, it's quick play. Yeah, I don't um, like quick play. And there's plenty of times, I, like even myself... I'll see people type in the chat and they'll get mad and quit and they'll say, you know what, I'm going to go to Mystery Heroes because at least they're forced to play tanks and healers. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, she was down in bronze and I was playing there and like nobody was running tanks. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The problem is, is you're in bronze. Bronze, I'm not, but... Yeah, but I'm saying she's she's in bronze. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's rough down there. (laughs) It's rough down there. It's bad. 
And she didn't. If she I, didn't place there. She got pulled down in there. She placed like high silver, like nineteen eighty. Oh man! And she got pulled down just from bad matches down into bronze. And I tried to pull her back up last night, and I just couldn't do it, man. I can't carry four idiots. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I was ranked like twenty one eighty three when I started, and like I got pulled down to like twenty forty. I'm like, you know what? I'm good, man. These people suck. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No thanks. It's bad out there, son. It's bad. So I literally only play Mystery Heroes because it lets me just fuck around. I don't care. Just have some fun. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed DLC dropped, Ryan. Atlantis is out. Yep. I I was going to buy the uh, pass, and then it went back off sale before I could buy it. It was on sale for $23.99. By the time I got to buy it, it was back up. I got, I, I have it, and like, I booted a game up the other day, and I was running around, and I saw that quest just blinking on my map, I'm like, man, I really want to start it, but I need to finish the other shit first. Yeah. But that is, that man, I watched the trailer for that, I want to play that so bad. It looks badass, yeah. Yes, it does. Um, alright, I'm going to ask this question before I read it. Supposedly the first combat pack for Mortal Kombat leaked. Do y'all want to know what's in it, or do you want me to not say it? I've I've seen it already, so it's not going to be a spoiler for me, but I don't... Go right ahead. Alright, so... According to the leak, which came from the Switch version, which is apparently kind of just an open back door everywhere, um, I think there are seven characters on this list. Four of them are guest characters. One of them we already know, which is Shang Tsung. Uh, but the four guest characters... Uh, well, actually, let's go through the ones that are returning. So, Sindel and Fujin were on that list. Fujin. Fujin. It'd be good to see Fujin again. Yeah, he hasn't been around since Fujin four, right? Uh, he was in the story for X, but at the very beginning. But gotcha. he hasn't been a playable character since four. Yeah. Or Armageddon, I guess. Armageddon. Yeah, everybody was in Armageddon, that's right. Yeah. Fujin is the wind god. If you Can't think of who it is. He's got a ponytail, white ponytail. He, he looks kind of like Raiden, only with white ponytail. Yeah, he's also... Oh, a okay, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He was also in Mortal Kombat Mythologies as a boss. <laughs> yes, he was. Um, so those are the Mortal Kombat characters. So the four guest characters, from what I've heard, this is again, this is a rumor until they announce it. We've got Spawn, which was heavily rumored. We've got uh, Ash... From uh, Evil Dead. Okay. We've got the Terminator. Like? Yeah, like Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator. Alright. And we got the Joker. Those sound about right. But would DC let Netherrealm kill the Joker? They did in Injustice. You never (laughs) saw it, though. That's true. So... That's the rumor right now. The first pack is six characters, which is weird because there are seven in this list. Mm. And I know the first pack is six characters because the premium edition says you get six characters. So. One of those must be either not true or in a different pack. Yeah, exactly, because you know they're going to do more than one pack. Absolutely. Especially if they're going to support it as long as they say they are. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much stuff they could add in this game from brutalities to intros to just gear in general, skins. Uh, this game will be... You'll see the last DLC for this game in like 2021 or something. 
It's ridiculous. Uh, 13 is coming back. You remember that game? David Duchovny, cel-shaded first-person shooter from Ubisoft. PS2, Xbox, GameCube. I mean, yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> they're, yep. they're, they're remastering it. Okay. I'm trying to figure out who wanted that. It's a bad game. I didn't like it. I liked it. I hope I hope it's not an alone in the dark again for you, Drew. Because I remember that game being really boring. I mean, maybe I don't know. It's not like you'll play it anyway. I was about to say, yeah, I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> Why would I do that? I don't know. It's weird to see this generation like. Every single PS2, Xbox, and GameCube game seems to be making a comeback. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 got an official release date. Releases uh, in July uh, exclusively on Switch. It's still weird for me to say that. (laughs) Um, We we weren't... We didn't have a show last week, but we didn't get get a chance to talk about the Xbox One Sad. The Xbox One S, all digital. Yes, that is right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Who who thought that that price was a good... Like, I have no problem with what they're doing with the console, but when you slap a $250 price tag on it, you, you fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Like, come on, man. Oh. Just just as a reference, I, I had to buy an S recently, and I went on Amazon and got a one terabyte with a disk drive for two oh four. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> two hundred fifty without a disk drive. No, I, I'm not going to do that. No, thank you. Oh goodness. Uh, I think that's about it for the news, unless I'm missing... I mean, obviously, Smash 3.0 came out. Uh, Joker's out. Uh, GameStop announced a uh, guarantee-to-love-it program, uh, which will let uh, users return $60 games for a full refund within 48 hours, and the first game they were testing it on... You, you want to know what it was? Sekiro. Nope. Oh. Days gone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guarantee they got a lot of those back. It's so funny because, like, it, it, like, how did so, like, if Sony had any say in that, how did they approve that? Because that just makes it look like, well, this game is probably really bad. Yeah. So you can, you can, uh, you can return it within two days. I've heard that game is long, though. I'm hearing upwards of fifty to sixty hours to finish Days Gone. Oof. And I'm sorry, but I really don't know that I need a fifty or sixty hour. Zombie, apo- zombie apocalypse game. Zombie apocalypse. Zombie apocalypse. No, thank you. No, thank you. All right, uh, we got a few emails. Cool. Uh, Chad sent us an email. It's called uh, the Next Gen Hypotheticals. Howdy, gang! I put together a brief round of next gen console what ifs for discussion. We still don't really know what Google Stadia's point-of-service model is yet, but everyone seems to speculate it will mostly be subscription-based. What is the likelihood that Google will have somehow have a patent that replaces video game load screens with 5 to 20 second ads, like currently used on YouTube? 
on one hand game. You know, I'm surprised that that hasn't happened already. I was about to say, yeah. It says, on one hand, gamers would probably rather stare at a boring loading screen than watch an ad, but the concept could be beneficial for everyone. The ad revenue could help Google and gamers keep the monthly, yearly subscription fees at a lower and reasonable rate. <sighs> that sounds that sounds like a I very mean, viable... I agree. I think you got, you got 30, 40 seconds that gamers aren't going to be able to do anything anyway while the game loads. Now, the only problem would be if they start extending load times instead of reducing them so they can fit more ads. Yeah, that would be the biggest issue. Now, granted, at the same time, um, there is a Deus Ex Human Revolution did that. Legit, during loading screens, I would see an ad for a Star Wars movie. (laughs) I, I can't remember which Star Wars movie it was, but it was something to do with Star Wars, and I was like, what? Yeah. I, I I couldn't help but think I was like, what, what does Star Wars have to do with Deus Ex? I mean, it's it's nerd culture. Yeah, but I don't know. That, like, I found that bizarre to me, and I was like, did anybody else experience this? And this was this was like well after that game had launched. But I think eventually, like I, what they'll do is, if they do that, I think one of the things they'll do is a premium subscription. So you can pay like with Hulu, you can pay an extra like three or four dollars. Per month, yeah, to have no ads, to have zero ads, because wasn't one of the things. And it, correct me if I'm wrong on this. Wasn't one of the things about Stadia was that they like got rid of load times because it's all in the cloud. Yeah, but yeah. maybe they added them back just so they could <laughs> so they, they could put ads in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. His second bullet point is there's a rumor floating around that PlayStation is adding a camera into their controller, but did not say why or how it would be used. Aside from possibly VR support or logging in through face recognition, can you think of any ways a camera within a controller would be beneficial? Uh, not unless you want to see a whole bunch of chin pictures of people. <laughs> yeah, or even the ceiling, because sometimes I hold the I don't hold the controller directly in front of my face. You don't you don't look at your controller and be like, "I love you." No. What about that game on the Wii U? You remember Tank Tank Tank? Where you could, I like, do not remember Tank, Tank, Tank. You could take a picture of your face and it would put it on like the monster that was attacking the city. No, but that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that was a hilarious game. It's pretty neat. It's free. No, no monster game, though, will ever be as important as no one can stop Mr. Domino. <sighs> Mr. Domino's a brawl motherfucker. You don't even know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if PSVR 2 launched alongside the PS5 and wasn't completely wireless, but had fewer wires to cont- contend with and only had a battery life of 4 to 5 hours? Additionally, the PSVR 2 would be a huge bump to resolution and include eye tracking along with some other improvements to mitigate VR sickness. If the game offerings were decent, along with backwards compatibility with other PSVR games, what would you pay for the unit? I am still under the... I like VR. I think it's neat. But two ninety nine was the most I was willing to pay for VR. <laughs> I still need to try it and see if it works. Yeah. So, I... Um, um, I, I did not buy PlayStation VR yet, so... Yeah, I have one and I only bought it because I got it during that ridiculous when they dropped it to one ninety nine sale. And that f- I felt good about that purchase because even recently, like I played Falcon Age, and I played it in VR for the first like I don't know half hour, forty five minutes. 
and then I played most of the rest of the game in, uh, without VR. It's novel, but it's not something I would want to play most games all the way through with. Right. Uh, next bullet point. So far, I've not had much interest in eye-tracking technology, especially in relation to replacing camera toggling, but what if the next gen used eye-tracking for dynamic HUD displays in games? meaning certain HUD elements do not appear on the screen unless you look at that particular part of the screen, such as the map, compass at the top of the screen, health and stamina at the bottom left, ammo in the bottom right. Also, if a camera was built into the controller and allowed eye-tracking functionality, would it be practical with how people hold their controllers and play? I think you covered that, Drew. Yeah, I don't think so at all. Yeah, no. I mean, unless you can see my eyes through my chin, you probably... Yeah, right. (laughs) and right now you would be (laughs) seeing the underside of my desk, so... Yeah, exactly. I, there are times, sometimes, where I'll put my hands behind my head with my controller. This is going to really? feel like the back of my chair. Yeah, it's like a relaxing thing, you know. I don't know. I so, hold like, it you're in. playing upside down? No, no, like no. Like, your no. controller's upside down? Yeah, yeah. Well, my controller would be upside down. My hands would be there, though, in the right place. Weird. It's It's not something I do regularly, but it is something that I have done. So yeah, I think a, I think cameras in a controller would just force me to hold a controller a way I don't want to hold it. Uh, next one with confirmation of PS5 being backward compatible with PS4, will we have games released at the end of the PS4 cycle and then remastered for PS5, or will the PS4 gamer masters be available at normal price via digital patches, or will none of that be necessary due to automatic and innate upgrades to PS4 titles on next gen hardware? Um, I, think, I don't know. I think if they're smart, they'll do like Microsoft is doing now, whereas, like, when the games are better, they're just better. Like, if you notice, a lot of games now have a performance slash resolution mode built in, and I can't help but wonder if that's because if the hardware was more powerful, it would just automatically bump itself up, like kind of like a PC game does. That seems like that would be the smart thing to do anyway. Yeah. I don't think we get remasters of PS4 games on PS5. I think they just work. And if the developer wants to patch it, they can. Kind of like they did for Pro and X. Uh, What is the likelihood that Sony spent a huge amount of money to get a one-month timed exclusive for GTA 6 in November of 2020? It would make sense in context with the miscommunication from earlier this year that Sony was trying to purchase Take-Two. That rumor was later debunked, stating that Sony had provided a large sum of money on Take-Two's investor call, but didn't stipulate the reason behind it. Would a one-month exclusivity deal for GTA 6 be worth Sony's investment? As much as I hate exclusive stuff like that, I mean, yeah, it benefits them, I guess. I mean, micro, if you remember, Microsoft paid for the DLC exclusivity for GTA 4 for the 360. That's right. And I remember that being a pretty big deal when it came out. I mean, yeah, if you can say you have GTA 6 a month early, that's... Yeah, that would be very big. I mean, do you look at people... I mean, you can't look at everybody because PS fanboys are going to buy the PlayStation version anyway. Xbox fanboys are going to buy the Xbox version anyway. But you look at somebody like me or Drew or Ryan, we have both. We're not going to wait. Yep. Hell no. You're just going to buy it, you know what I mean? Yep. If, if it's your game, you're, you're going to buy it. Yep. So, yeah, it makes sense. 
Uh, also, what is the likelihood the PS5 will release in March of 2020, which is the last 2019 quarter for their investors, and then promote Black Friday GTA 6 bundle in November to support third quarter sales against the time it is speculated the next Xbox will release? Will Microsoft try to push up the release of their next console to counteract this potential Sony strategy? Uh, if they did try to push it up, that would be a mistake. Uh, but I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think PlayStation I, launches in March. I don't think so either. I think it'll be November. Yeah, I, I think Sony consoles have always launched in at least in the U.S. in the fall. So I just I don't I just don't see that. I see the Xbox whatever and the PlayStation Five launching in fall of 2020. Probably within a week of each other, would be my guess. So, I don't know. Uh, Eeyore Kara sent us an email. Okay. <laughs> it's very short. Okay. He says, hey yo, it's Eeyore Car. Boys jumping on because I want to plug a game I've really been enjoying on iOS. It's Trials Frontier. Check it out. I'm sure all of you use Reddit. What, have your, what are your... F- some of your favorite subreddits. Uh, my favorite is Hangers. The hell is Hangers? Well, I guess you have to go to our Hangers and find out. I, I don't, don't know if you want to. I don't know if I want to do that. Uh, I enjoy Public Freakout. <laughs> yes, you do. You send shit from that every day. Yeah, I, I go to Public Freakout every day to see new freakouts. <laughs> um... I also go to What Could Go Wrong, which is a lot like Public Freakout, except, you know, let me antagonize this dog. What could go wrong? <laughs> and then, sure enough, well, the dog bites him. Uh, I like the fast food restaurant freakouts. Those are the best ones. There's a ton of those. I know. For some reason, there's Denny's. Really gets people angry. Yeah, that's what Denny's is for. It's for redneck fights. Yeah. Denny's, I mean, there's so many fights that break out in Denny's of all places. You fucked up my moon over my hammy. Yep. I miss Denny's. I do, I do too. Here. There's none around I here anymore. love Denny's. And every experience I've ever had at a Denny's was gross as hell. Oh, really? Man, I loved it when I was a kid. We used to have one by the Dayton Mall. And I used to go there all the time, and I loved it, and... I think the closest one to us now is like 300 miles away. Also, Miss Shoney's. You remember Shoney's? Yep, I remember Shoney's. Shoney's isn't the majority of Shoney's owned by one of the professional wrestlers. I no, think, that, uh, there are. So Scott Steiner owns some Denny's. Denny's. I, I thought he owned Shoney's, too. I don't think so. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. I love Shoney's. I, yeah, I remember Scott Steiner owning a whole bunch of like some kind of chain restaurant. My parents used to take uh, me to Shoney's all the time when I was a kid. Uh, but yeah, as far as um, other subreddits I go to, um, I do go to, uh, God, what's it called? Uh, Kids are fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, which is a pretty great subreddit. He's preparing for, for fatherhood. And um, yeah, I just browse. I don't go to Reddit, like, at all. I follow, um, like, Xbox and PlayStation Reddit Twitter accounts, so I can see, like, the hot 
threads, but I don't actually go to Reddit. So I'm not, I'm not a redditor. Sorry. I'm not either. I don't even have an account. I just look at stuff. You're just a lurker. Yeah, a lurker, as they call them. <laughs> as the kids call them. Yeah. Uh, I called my son homie the other day, and he had no idea what it meant. <laughs> I was just like, I just found that weird. I was like, man, I, I'm now the old guy. It's fucked up. Jay sends us an email. He says, hello, Ken and the rest of the ZTGD crew, except Anthony. I kid, I kid. <laughs> Long- Is this Jay Lee? Sending no, 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 no. Different spelling. Oh. Uh, I didn't want to butcher his name. I think it's Jaywad Wagon. Okay. I'm probably mispronouncing that horribly. He says, Long-time listener of the show, Ken, I just wanted to reach out to you via email because you recently asked on Twitter what is a good grip for the Switch. As a guy with big hands, I can never play Switch in handheld mode due to the weird placement of the right Joy-Con analog stick. Yes, 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 that hurts. My right hand would cramp up after 10 minutes of playing in handheld mode. I watched a video of your boy Metal Jesus do a review of the Satisfy Gaming Grip for the Switch on his channel. He mentioned that this grip in particular addresses the right Joy-Con issue and that it caused no issues for him playing long-term. He gave it two thumbs up. After picking one up through Amazon, I can say this by far this is the best way to play a Switch in handheld mode. Never once did I want to play the Switch in docked mode or even have a desire to go back to it. There are plenty of grips out there for the Switch to get good reviews, like Skull and company, but none of them with the exception of the Satisfy address that issue in particular. Thanks for taking the time to read my email out of your busy schedule, and I hope you and the whole crew, except Anthony, kidding, have a great day. Um, funny enough, I ordered one of those. Um, I should have it for next week to talk about it. Great. Because, yes, holding the Switch with large hands, it is... Um, sucks. It sucks real bad. <laughs> it hurts, man. It hurts. Like, my right hand cramps up so fast. Oh, shit, we forgot about a game that came out last week on the Switch that's, that's super important. Okay. It's it's called Panty Party. Uh, oh, is that important, though? It's super important because it's on Switch now. It's not just on the PC. It's not just on the PC. I can't believe that's actually on the Switch. So here's, I just saw some screenshots of it on Twitter. Here's an actual line in the game. Correct. Only from deep within the human heart comes real love for panties. Wow. Let's force all human to love every panty regardless of their type. These are actual lines from the game. Is that the game where you play as like flying panties? Yes. Okay. Yes. My god. Yeah. To the Twitter we go. Twitter is the greatest place on the planet. I had a lot of people tweeting me about my Mortal Kombat machine. Holy shit, that tweet blew up. You should uh, promote your SoundCloud. <laughs> I don't, my Bob Dylan cover band. There you go, Bob Dylan cover band SoundCloud. Come on, man. He, 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 he. Blue Apple Blue wants to know, are millennials killing the gaming industry? Yes. No. Yes. Yes, they are. Millennials <laughs> are killing everything. We all know this. Oh shit! They killed That's Apple. Me. They I'm, killed... I'm killing everything. Are you a millennial, technically? Yeah, 1980 to 1995. Is it really 
Millennials, you're the reason why they do the millennial bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) These Gen Xers who take no credit for anything. Yeah, you know, I, I... I didn't work They're the hard ones that's me. actually ruining the country. I, uh, sorry about that. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Rufus wants to know if any of us saw Avengers Endgame. Uh, what did you think? I did not. I have not either. I was like, you know, I'm getting real tight on money lately. I don't have $30 to go watch a movie. I didn't go see Shazam either, so it wasn't like a fanboy bullshit. See, I would, I would think you would... Bust down the doors to watch Shazam. I was going to go see Shazam, and that's the weekend my wife and my son got super sick. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. And I, I missed it, so then I was like, you know what? I'll just wait, because it'll be out on, like, digital in, like, a couple months for, like, 20 bucks. And I can pause it and go pee if I need to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's cheaper than going to the theater to see it, and I can watch it as much as I want. Which is probably what I'll do with Endgame, because I still haven't seen Captain Marvel. I haven't, I haven't been, either. I haven't been to the theater since... God, what was the last movie I went and saw? I think it might have been Aquaman was the last movie I went and saw. Lego movie for me. Yeah, I just don't go to the theater anymore. It's so fucking expensive. Um, and again, I'm not emotionally invested in the Avengers. I know that a lot of people are, and they'll go see it, and that's great. I'm here, and everybody loves it. That's awesome. Uh, but I don't care if I get it spoiled because I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm really... sure somebody dies. I mean, it's the la- it's supposedly the last one, right, of the Avengers saga or something. It's supposed I th- to be. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So I'm assuming yeah, somebody's got to die, right? You gotta be careful about everything you say right now, right? Because <laughs> I know Ryan hasn't seen any of yeah, the other I, movies. I have not seen anything since Thor, so the yeah. first one. So yeah. I'm not that asshole. I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, Jeremy says, have any of you gents sustained a gaming-related injury? I have to have cortisone shot into my elbow from playing with my Wii too much. (laughs) Wow. Friggin' waggle in Twilight Princess was rough. (laughs) That's a funny statement. I, um, no. Uh, I do have injuries from when I played football. Yeah. They still crop up to this day. Yeah. I have injuries from baseball. Yeah, I, I don't have any gaming-related injuries. I have actual athletic-related injuries. but <laughs> We're not nerds. No. We'll have athletic-related injuries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I, I do not have any gaming-related injuries that I can think of. I'll tell you what, I'm terrified of carpal tunnel because that's what I do for a living is sit at a computer all day. Yeah, I'm terrified of it. I do not want it. I've heard it's extremely painful. Closest thing I have to a gaming-related injury would be I had um, tendonitis from playing darts too much. Um, I did mess up my uh, arm for a while uh, playing Diabolical Pitch. <laughs> On the Connect. On the Connect. yeah. I forgot you had a Connect. I, d- I did not. It was my roommate. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we we purchased Diabolical Pitch and played the living crap out of that game. We That, that was a really fun game. <laughs> oh, man. Suda yeah, I threw out more. Suda makes weird games. Uh, Dustin says that Capcom Arcade stick plug-and-play is ridiculous. That's 
stupid. Who's going to pay $260 for that? Plus, it's not even Capcom making it. It's THQ Nordic putting it out. I don't that's know. crazy. Yeah, that stick is... Man, I was so mad because they were like, oh, we're going to do a collection that has AVP on it and Darkstalkers. I'm like, oh, yeah, put it on the Switch or the Xbox or something. <gasps> no, it's a giant arcade stick that's $260. Fuck that guy. Fuck that Capcom guy. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't put that collection out on just like a console, it, it, they're not going to sell that thing. They're just not. Stupid. Uh, yes. Playthrough episode Arden. Great episode. Adds a lot to the lore of the villain. I really need to go back and finish those Final Fantasy DLCs. Oh shit, there's a Gambus picture. We'll get there. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen has a free week for returning players, so I got caught up uh, with everything, and now I'm ready for Shadowbringers this summer. I'm telling you, man, the first day. The first I've day. I've still not played that game. The first day it comes to Xbox, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose my will to not play that game anymore. Well, it's coming. You know that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Dustin says, I want that Konami collection for the shooter games. We'll probably wait for a sale. The Castlevania collection is great, too, even though I own all but two of them. Kid Dracula on the NES makes it worth it still, though. Yeah, I'll buy that Castlevania collection. Yeah, it's faux show. Been playing Joker in Smash, and I love the attention to detail in that game. He has He's a fun fighter to play as well. Such a great fighting game. That's all. <laughs> I go back to my joke, which is like, I hope they don't use the Jared Leto Joker. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Leave me alone. It was a funny joke. <laughs> uh, who has the best fatality in MK11? Johnny Cage. Not you want to tell me about it or no? <laughs> nope. 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 It's, is it, are you talking about the one they already showed the demo of or the other one? The other one, the puppet one. Oh, yeah. I've seen that one, actually. It, what's best about it, it pretty cool. is there's different lines. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucking good. Uh, did you see the guy that beat second row with DK Bongos? Nope. Nah. It's hard to see that which has no life. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, Settled Falcon says, Finally, I'm able to share a photo of our beloved Gambus Khan and his mighty ponytail. Little known fact that he is also the founder of the deadly martial art called Khan Fu. Is it, so is this the picture you're talking about? I'm looking at it right now. That's some shit right there. <laughs> Alright. Woo! Alright. Let me take a look here. You take a look at that. Goodness. Dustin wants to know, when's the E3 prediction show? E3 is like a little over a month away. Yeah. I think the E3 prediction show will be the week of the... Well, since the show starts on the 2nd, technically, I guess, right? Because that's when the Sunday conferences are. We'll do it on the 27th, the show on the 27th, so the week before... It's always the week before, since the show starts on a Sunday, and it's impossible for us to record on Sunday because the show happens then. So, like, if we record and put it up on Monday, everything is wrong because it already happened. So, 
And finally, what's everyone's most anticipated game for the remainder of the year? I don't even know. I'm trying to think what's coming out this fall. I have no idea. Jedi Jedi this year? Yeah, Jedi's in November, I think. So, that's up there. (sighs) There's no Assassin's Creed this year. No, it was Mortal Kombat, but that's out already. So. Yeah, it was Mortal Kombat for me. So, but that's already out. Um, there's no big first party stuff this year, is there? That they've announced for Xbox and PlayStation. Not that I remember. Nintendo stuff is not my stuff. Um, yeah, I mean the. Um, I am looking forward to Mario Maker Two, but I'm not an Animal Crossing guy. I'm not a Fire Emblem guy. So none. Of you know, I'm not stuff, a Fire Emblem guy either. Yeah, none of that stuff appeals to me. Like. Xbox, I'm assuming will announce some stuff at E3 that'll be out this fall, but I don't know what it is. I know something that you both are forgetting. What? The Legend of Zelda. Are you talking about the, the remake? The remake, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when that comes out, good. yeah, I, I will definitely play that, but I wouldn't call it one of my most anticipated games of the year. Well, you can't think of anything else, so that'd be the next thing you get, right? <laughs> I'd probably I'd be more excited for Jedi, and I know people will give me shit for that, but I've played Link's Awakening, so it, I mean I'll love it, I'm sure. Yeah, but Jedi's a new game, so I'm excited right. to play that. Uh, there's a lot of games I'm in, I'm like interested in. I want to see that new Samurai Showdown game. Um, God, what else is coming out this year? Holy shit! I I couldn't tell you. God, I feel like last year we were talking about everything that's coming out this year, like super early. And now that I sit here and I think about it, I'm like, what the hell is coming out this year? Um, yeah, I, damn, there's nothing on this list. It's like stuff hasn't been announced or it hasn't been given a date. But then again, you also have to remember we're in that transition year where a lot of games are not going to come out this year. Right. Because people are making stuff for the new machines. So Yeah. Yeah, I look at this list and I'm just like, I mean, I guess Borderlands 3 is out this year, but I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm not overly... I'm interested to see Control. Like, that game interests me, but I wouldn't say I'm hyped about it. I'll play the new Wolfenstein for sure. Yeah, I, I still haven't decided... Honestly, there's I mean, a part of me that says I'll I'll play it just because I played the last two and enjoyed them, but yeah, this that, new one just does not interest me. That trailer was terrible. I think that the problem with Wolfenstein is is that they're, they're like the same fucking game over and over again, and I'm just kind of tired of that game right now. Yeah. So, I mean, truthfully, Star Wars is probably the I'd probably say it's Star Wars. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that could change in a couple weeks when E3 happens, but... <laughs> yep. As of right now, I'm going to go with Star Wars. Well, quiet year, the second half, at least so far. Yep. Which is good, because i got to start saving up money for, you know... If the PlayStation 5 is what they're saying it is, it's going to be pricey, and you know Xbox is going to be more powerful, because they ain't going to let that shit happen again, so it's going to be expensive. <sighs> Yeah. Thankfully, Nintendo's just going to make a better handheld Switch, so I don't need to buy a new one of those. Yeah. Play the one I got. But that's um, that's all the tweets we got for today. 
And that is, uh, if you want to shoot us an email, it's podcast at ztgd.com. If you want to shoot us a tweet during the show, it's at M4G Podcast. You can tweet at us anytime. We'll usually catch up. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, Drew is at DMFury, Ryan is at WombatRP, and I am at ZTGD. You can find the site at ZTGD Content. And Drew, you are doing Phoenix Down. Shinmu, Shinwe. How do you say it? Shinmu, Shinwe? Shinmu, Shin as far as I know. Mu, Shinmu. Uh, how many episodes of that are there going to be? Uh, this should be the last episode. So three episodes. What's next? I, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, we're floating around the idea of Eat Lead, The Return of Matt Hazard. That's the best bad game. It is. It's hilarious. But, it, man, it plays mm-hmm. like shit. <laughs> it plays bad, but everything else around that is great. Master Chef. Mm. It's a good game. Uh, the Final Fantasy boss fight. Yes. Yes. That game. It, I think it's back compat now, isn't it? It is. It is backwards compatible. Oh, I need to boot that up. I boot that up. I saw him boot it up Ninja Guide, neither. Ninja Gaiden 2 went backwards compatible this week. I have not booted that up. The, the problem with those is those are on disc for me, so i got to dig out the discs and install them. Yeah. That's why I hate discs, man. I hate them. Love my digital. Give me all digital, son. Anyway, that is the show for the week. Happy end of April. May starts yeah. on Monday. Tuesday. It's going to be May. No, sorry, Wednesday. May 1st. Wednesday. Fuck. Peace out, bitches. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.